This episode is brought to you in partnership with David's Bridal. You're listening to The Bouquet Toss, the podcast that helps you plan your day your way by helping you figure out what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. This season, we are both posing and attempting to answer the question, why wedding? In our last episode, we spoke with Jamita Lewis-Davis, and she told us all about her intention for laughing down the aisle. It's also a book that she wrote after her own wedding. But something she told us that really stood out was that her biggest regret was actually with her dress. And we were kind of inspired by how much that had affected her experience of her wedding, and we talked a lot together about, you know, how wedding dress shopping is one of those big challenges for a lot of brides. And so we decided to get an expert look at wedding fashion because wedding fashion is kind of a great excuse to explore trends and really to be in your main character era. Absolutely. I mean, what you wear is an expression of who you are and not just in your everyday life, but especially on your wedding day. This is your big moment to make a splash, maybe be a little bold, or just show off your your personal self-expression through your fashion on the big day. That was beautifully said. And I think there's a lot of times like when you're on a budget and you want to make these decisions that are a little bit better on your purse, you might feel like, oh, how can I not splurge? How can I pull back? Like, where are the things? But when else are you the star of a formal event? Not always. No. So getting to like really invest in a feeling fantastic, I think is amazing. So that said, with us today to inspire our inner fashionistas is Nancy Vile, the chief merchandising officer at David's Bridal. Welcome, Nancy. We're so excited to talk to you. And before we ask you any questions, I want to know what it's like to be the chief merchandising officer at David's Bridal, no less. Like, what does that entail? How did you get here? Tell us all of that. It is certainly a job of what dreams are made of. I've been in retail all my life and in, in, in women's sportswear, but to be part of the bridal sector where you are making decisions that are really, you know, the bride's, it's the day she looks forward to most in her life. So to make all dreams come true, to be there to inspire her and to lead her. And with our customer, she needs that influence. She needs to understand what are the fashions, what's out there, what are the looks so that she can, you know, adopt them as her dress of her dreams. That's amazing. So to start off, if you had to pick three, what would you say are the hottest trends right now in bridal? This year's trends really revolve around three pillars. One is the evolving silos and necklines that we're doing. The second is the fabrics and the manipulation of fabrics. And then the third, there is an overall all aesthetic that has been trending since last year that is really gaining momentum. So first around silos and neckline, the modern necklines are sculptured. I think you've seen a lot of them out there where they're really an exaggerated strapless sculptured bodice. Um, scoop and square are incoming and, and evolving. I would say from a uh, figure flattering silhouette point of view, it's about the draping, the curves. How do you accent her body the way she wants to walk down that aisle? So trumpet mermaids, super important. Uh, and within that, the sheer bodices, the plunging necklines, and then 
the opposite a little bit with mock necks emerging with long sleeve lace. So you've got this modern figure flattering bodycon look from Asilo, but also addressing a more modern classic mock neck lace gal as well. And then trains, you can't forget about trains because it's about coming down the aisle, but then everybody looking at the back of you. So the illusion in the skirt go days, the, the button backs, the borders, how long they are, like that they have elongated trains longer than we've seen in a long time. From a fabric point of view, the motifs, the 3D florals, so they're, they're, they're dimensional. They're not just ditzy, dainty floral appliques anymore. They're they're 3D. They have sequin, they have beading, and then the floral lace itself that it's on. So that's really the the interest there is the textured fabrics with all the floral dimensions. And then the third trend is clean and modern. And I'm sure, you know, the minimalist trend we're in, and we like to call it at David's the quiet luxury it's luxurious fabrics, it's satin, it's sculpting satin, it's luxe charmeuse. So it's figure flattering, clean, no no beading, no applique, but just it's all about the shape of the body and the luster and shine of the fabric. So cool. I love hearing some of this like fashion industry jargon. Like obviously I'm familiar with the term silhouettes, but hearing it like shortened to like silos, I'm like, oh, (laughs) is that a thing? (laughs) I've definitely noticed that as well, especially the floral texture, like that three-dimensional look to a lot of the fabrics. And I can definitely see how, I think it was what uh, Sophia Ritchie's wedding, that kind of understated, quiet luxury, very sleek, chic, minimal. She was definitely a trendsetter, would you say? She's a perfect example of when we say quiet luxury, that's what we mean. She was in a mock neck, halter top, Chanel lace dress. And when she looks back at those pictures, it will be timeless. You don't know what era you're in. Um, So the modern classic spin on that is what we're going for. But with a little, you know, with a little tweak or with a little edge or with with a little inner beauty sometimes. She's a perfect example of, of where the, the trend and, and uh, looks are going. And at a much more affordable price point at David's. <laughs> yes, she, much uh... more affordable. <laughs> we have the opening price point brands in DB Studio, which really covers a $5.99 and below budget. Mm. And within that, there are five, you know, aesthetics of sexy, boho, modern classic, regal. You want to be a princess with a ball gown? We can do it under $5.99. And then we have three distinct designer brands. Galena Signature is our sexy, very confident, very bold bride that comes to us for plunging necklines. We also cover the Olay Cassini label, which is our modern classic bride who loves to make a statement. And these dresses stack up to four and $5,000 gowns that you would get at a boutique. And then we cover the boho romantic ride with our Melissa Sweet brand. But we have every aesthetic for every budget for every ride. Amazing. At every size too, because we cover all the way up to size 30. Being size inclusive is very important to us at Davis. And having the price parity at every size range is just as important. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. I think it's a nerve-wracking thing to feel like you're going to find that thing that makes you feel the best and that you vibe with, that you love. 
one of the things I think I see so much is people getting a dress and then having dress regret. I mean, obviously, you can't always completely, you know, sidestep that if you're getting your dress like a year before. You change. People change. And, you know, you see other things. But getting to a point where you can feel like there really is something for everyone based on size, price, but also style. That I think is so important to be able to help people feel their best on that day. And something else that you had mentioned with the styles, you know, obviously like Sophia Richie, she, you know, this timeless thing that she's going to look back and you're not going to know what year it was. I think that's something that current brides in this generation, people getting married now, are really particular about that. They look at their parents' wedding pictures and they're like, mom, what were you thinking? And they really want it to be something that won't feel like it went out of style. And that's kind of nuanced because I feel like all the styles come back. Talking about like the mock neck, the lace sleeves, like that's what my mom wore in the 80s, you know? And it's coming back. And so it's like, in some ways, these styles rotate and in other ways you can really pinpoint them to like what year they were made and so it's just it's a lot to think about and I think it's great to hear it from somebody who can break down like how to approach shopping for your dress. The planning part of it is so intense and so stressful that we try to make the purchase of the gown the most enjoyable part of her planning process and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as merch product planning and designers is We've got to make sure, to your point, whatever the trends are, we have them. Where you know, there's this eighty influence, like we, we were just talking about with lace and and you know mock necks. But there's also a return to drop waist. Well, how do you do a drop waist that's a basque waist that is more modern than you know what they used to be back in the eighties? And we found a way to construct it with the boning um, and construction underneath and really flatters the waist of her. Like we have fun approaching it. So you want your bride to come in and feel like she is covered from all angles and we've thought of everything for her. And with David's the best part, whatever gown she ends up with, we customize. So if it is an illusion, sheer bodice, but she doesn't feel comfortable, we can back that with a lining. If she wants to add sleeves to any garment, we can add sleeves to any garment. If she wants that plunging neckline, not so low, we can just put appliques to, to make her feel more comfortable and a, a little less open, um, a little more modest. So we can, we're there to customize because we have the most amazing alterations team on site to do so. Amazing. So David's Bridal covers obviously, you know, the bridal style, but also bridesmaids. Yes. So I would love to hear a little bit about trends going on in the bridesmaid area. You know, there's similar trends in bridesmaids that are going on, but I would say at David's, we've really honed into elevating shine to a new level. So shine has been a trend in a fabric for bridesmaids for the past few years. And we have three new fabrics we're introducing that will cover this shine uh, trend that we have going. Uh, One is called Sculpting Satin, which really does mold the body. We had it in our prom division and it's done extremely well. So now we're moving it into bridesmaids. Um, Slim silhouettes, just as in bridal, just as important, if not more important. A while ago, it was more important to have this chiffon, airy, A-line 
down the aisle behind the bride, but it's really about fit and flair, the body conscious, you know, element of, of how you can shape the ruching details, the, the booty ruching, we call it. We, it's just as important on the back to, to make sure we have the back details and the knots and all in the right place. And of course, always a high leg slit. That is, is certainly something that she wants front and forward. When she's ready to kick the leg out, she's ready to kick the leg out. <laughs> These are all things that help the bridesmaids feel great walking down the aisle too. You know, we hear stories from like the people from the generations above us of like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe the dress I had to wear to this wedding. And I feel like that's like really something modern brides are moving away from. They want A, their bridesmaids to love what they're wearing, but B, for them to be able to use it again. Gone, I think, are the days of spending a couple hundred dollars on something that just sits in your closet and becomes, you know, your 27 dresses. And now it's like, hopefully you can wear it to another wedding even, um, or anything, an, an event. And so part of that, I think, you know, obviously style is going to affect that. And also color. You know, I think there's ways to do this in any color, like to get a dress that you can reuse. But specifically, black seems to be a really big trend right now. Um, Of course, like pretty much every style comes in black, right? So it's easy to coordinate. And more often than not, like, yes, there's different black fabrics, but like they can go together. It's, you know, it's not like you have to be like, match this, you know, cinnamon, you know, terracotta to this one at this place. Like, it's, it's black. It's easy to do. Often it's, it makes it more affordable because how many times can you rewear a black Weird. dress? Mm-hmm. So do you know where that came from? Is that something that David's keeps in mind as well? It certainly has evolved over the past four years. I will say the color black has moved into the top five colors selling in bridesmaids. It's sophisticated as a color. It's chic option for her. It, it allows the versatility, like you said, to wear again. And not to mention a sentimental reminder for her hanging in the closet when she goes to either alter it and make it a midi or make it a mini that she thinks of that wedding celebration she wore it to. And I think when you think of even the bride influencing the bridesmaids on her selection of dress, right? And my daughter is at that age and she just, I think she's been at about six weddings and one coming up in September of, of next year. They want to spend more on the experience of going on their bachelorette and having fun with that. And the, and the gifting of, of, you know, the gifts to the, to the bridesmaids is important as well, but opening price points. And like you said, there, there is a price point threshold of, you know, let's call it close to that hundred dollar range that we have pivoted to because we have seen that price point be very important in the decision-making process. Number one is color always, but number two is, is price and quality. And we check all those boxes. So we have cost engineered our gowns to make sure we have a $99 price point and a 119 power price point for her. We also, for the designer bride, have Galena Signature Bridesmaids, which is a little more elevated. It has horsehair on the bottom, so it stands out and it's the drama and it's the the, you know, I mean, it's a statement walking down down the aisle with the bodices, the off the shoulders, the the corseted bodies, the boning that goes on, and color fluctuates a little bit. Right now, we're seeing it more towards the new neutrals, and and what does that mean? Like, does it mean the champagne color? Does it mean sand, but sand with a pink cast, so that it's cosmetically beautiful on on every every gal, no matter her skin tone or, or color of her hair. So there's a lot you think. 
oh, it's easy to buy a bridesmaid's dress or design into a bridesmaid's dress, but there's so much you have to think about from, you know, not only the silhouette and fabric, but the price point, the end use, and, you know, the bride influence in it all. Yeah, I think like overall, what we're hearing with all of this, whether it's bridal, bridesmaids, it's like this feeling of being a bit more bold with wedding style. And I'm wondering, like, you know, I think fashion, like all the trends and everything bleed into every area, right? So our everyday fashion is getting more bold. I think it's also because like fast fashion obviously has changed the game. Um, Social media. Fashion is more transparent than it's ever been, right? Um, There's no hiding behind anything. There's fashion runways, we all see, right? That inspiration is taken from, uh, I'll call it couture brands. And to your point earlier, which was a great point you made, is there's a lot of crossover to occasion and, and occasion dressing. So what is that social occasion influence that you need to think about as you're curating from an initial concept point of view, because it's got to happen in in the fabric stages. And then our own proprietary exclusive internal designers and their creative direction, because they're going to see things that, you know, the merchants might not see that put in a a dress in a certain way, still, you know, keeping true to the DNA of the brand and and where we want to keep moving and evolving the bride. And something to keep in mind is our customer is not a leading cutting edge fashion leader, right? But she is a fast second. So you better be there right when she sees it, see, you know, whatever she's seeing on the runways or, or seeing out there from uh, a look point of view, it better be in your inventory at that time because, you know, you miss it and, and you're, you're sending your bright elsewhere. It's so cool to get an inside look at, you know, like how all of this stuff happens with a lot of wedding things it feels like there's just these set rules that we follow and it's like it can feel a bit arbitrary and so it's really cool to hear like the intention behind what david's is doing and how any bride like can take this part of their wedding planning as like a fun part like this is what helps you show up on the day of and laugh and smile and feel amazing and the process of picking it out and ensuring that that happens can also be fun and exploratory. And that's what we live for. My advice, I would say to, to brides out there listening to the podcast is first, I would say she needs to curate a bridal look that reflects her own unique personal style and personality and not be talked into something because of all the elements I just talked about because of fashion. You know, fashion means different things to different people and it's a unique element that comes from within. Accessories are also a way that she can individualize and that can be anywhere from the jewelry she's wearing to to the veil, to the shoe, to the gloves. The second thing I, I say to the team and we build a lot of inner beauty into the garments that comfort and fit are the key. And, and that means right down to the shoes and the shapewear she's wearing or how we construct a heavier ball gown that there's some cinching and, and some belting that has to be done inside. So it takes the weight off of her that she's comfortable floating around on the dance floor all day. And then the third is, is really looking for those style details that are out there that are fashion relevant for the moment and making sure that they're trend right. But also of late, I think we're really being critical that they have a timeless essence, you know, that forever look to them. So there's advice for, for the bride as, as well as the family members that are sitting there influencing her. 
That I'm really glad you said. This is a decision that you just, you have to look towards the people you love to help. Like it's just too big to make on your own. And you really have to remember, depending on who's there, they're influenced by different trends or they maybe got married 10, 20, 30 years ago. Like they have total different ideas. And so send this episode to anybody who's going with you to look just to like open up perspective. And it's important because you don't want their style influence, especially mom or sisters, to influence the decision you're making because it's your dress, it's your day. That's important to remember too as, as the alteration process starts happening as well. You should feel comfortable speaking up for what you need, making sure it's exactly right for what you love and you know, you'll show up on the day and not have any dress regret. (laughs) There is no dress regret, hopefully. Like the reason she came back to us and she is putting herself in in the, the hands of the stylist is because the value proposition of what she's getting is like no other. Yep. And that's what makes it savvy, right? Like that intersection of quality and cost is what value is all about. So amazing. I love that. Well, thank you, Nancy. If you can give our listeners an idea of anything you want them to know, where to look for information on David's Bridal or you or anything like that. I would just say come to the David's Bridal site because there'll be an aspirational homepage. And it starts with the planning process of, you know, where is she going? Like, what is her aesthetic? What is her her venue like? And then, you know, working your way through what is the gown? What, are, what am I thinking of for, as my favorites? And then, oh, by the way, what's my color that I need to then, you know, start clicking into and looking for bridesmaids? And, oh, don't forget about mom, because mom is quite the influencer. And we have a new program at David's called Diamond Bride, where if the bride does purchase the gown with us, she gets 10% off her bridesmaids. She gets 10% off to her dress for mom. She gets 10% off her accessories and 10% off of her alterations. So there is a lot of, I'll call them bride benefits, um, (laughs) and certainly ones that are on a budget that will help not only you, the bride, but beyond the bridal uh, party because you're accessorizing and the alterations um, discount as well. That is great information. We'll have that linked in the show notes as well. Awesome. And thank you so much for being here, Yeah, thank you so much, Nancy. You've been listening to The Bouquet Toss, brought to you by TheBudgetSavvyBride.com. For more tips, tricks, hacks, inspiration, and support, check out the links in our show notes. We are a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Get more information and check out other shows in the network by visiting evergreenpodcasts.com.